You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. She said, hey, girly, I hope that you are doing well. It seems like you are doing so well. I was just I was just compelled to reach out to you so randomly to tell you that I am proud of you. I remember all of our conversations at the front of Francesca's, and I'm so proud to know you because we had, we had a lot. Yeah. And she was like, months ago, I discovered that you had started a podcast, and it was always on my list of podcasts to listen to. I love podcasts. But I never listened to until today i listened to your entire story and i was working with you during part of that time of your life and i remember the tug of war you were having with your heart when it came to x oh i just, I have the chill i know i just didn't know that you had still been dealing with it even after francesca's Alexis, I am so sorry that you went through that. My heart broke for you hearing your story. I cried when you cried, but I am so proud of you for your strength and the fact that you remain true to who you are after all that happened to you. From this day forward, I will be a loyal listener. You and Krista have something so powerful and so relatable in your podcast. Literally, it has been one of the realest, most open, most vulnerable, positive podcasts I've listened to in a while. And I've listened to a lot of women positive <laughs> faith podcasts. I plan to binge listen all day. Oh, that is so sweet. I know. And this is why I share my story. Yeah, because oh, I love when people respond. Yeah, well, because it's, it's just like worth it when it touches somebody else's heart or yeah. any resonation. I think that's a made up word that I just made up right now. <laughs> Resonate. Ju- yeah, if you yeah. just like if anybody resonates and helps them feel less alone or if they just gain a- another type of understanding from it. I don't, exactly. Like, that's the whole reason why I did it. Well, that's what, I mean, that's my thing, though, is I feel like we've both experienced, like, whenever we feel so seen and known and how that feels. You know what I mean? Like, to be recognized and affirmed and realize that, like, oh, I'm not the only one. I'm not alone in this. There's so much power, and that feeling is incredible. So that's why we're like, let's fucking do it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think that's why we started the podcast, because it's just... Because we don't get paid for this shit. <laughs> Bully me. <laughs> like, we do this all for free, but, like, we love doing it. It's like... It's a hobby. Yeah. Well, I take it more seriously than a hobby. Yeah, but... Oh, I know what you mean. Right, right, But, right, like, right. you know, it's just something that's, like, fun to do. Yeah. It's very giving. It's more giving than receiving, I guess. Does that make sense? I feel like I okay. receive more than I really give in this no, podcast. The, okay, I see that. I see that. Cause because we do get a, a lot of out, out of it, too. Yeah. Just because it's a space, like, we've talked about, like, how it's hard sometimes for people, like, like that church camp high. You're like, okay, like, yeah, I know that I need to journal, and I know I need to read more, and I know I need to do all this stuff, but then sometimes, like, our normal reality just sets back in after we have this realization, and then we're like... 
oh, but I don't have time or I don't, I, I'm too tired. You know what I mean? All our excuses and the things that we do, we'd rather just disassociate and like scroll on social media the whole time. It's like, so did, did you not have time or like you just spent it a different way. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways. So I feel like, I don't know where I was going with that. What did I say first? <laughs> Because you said, because you have that church high and, you know, you can go through all the journaling. (laughs) I feel like my brain is like really squirrel right now. No, it's okay. We just got done working out. Yeah, that's true. But But, no. Yeah. What was I going to, what did I say like right before all that shit? I don't know. But listen. You were squirreling with me too. But anyways. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So this, this space allows me to take that hour to, well, I'll just be honest, three, four hours that we take in here. Um, (laughs) It it gives me that space to connect with myself or, you know, maybe I'm here and I don't feel like connecting either. So it's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. It gives you that space to fully be authentically you and whatever comes in that moment is authentically you. Exactly. It's a practice for us as we're helping people (laughs) practice as well. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what that's what I like about it. That's why I feel like I receive because I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is my time in my well, ideally like it'll be daily, which I'm getting better at that. Anyways, no, you're no, you are is, you are journaling a lot I, more. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like last year I almost set like an unrealistic expectation of myself, and I was like, I'm gonna journal every single day, mm-hmm. and like we talked about like in the last episode, like. Obviously, I didn't meet that. And I was like, oh, my God, Chris, you had not journal for a whole week. Like, oh, my God, you're not even going to do it. And then I just didn't because my belief system was like, okay. Yeah, you're, you're such not. a bad person for exactly. not journaling and for not praying. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, like, this year so far, like, yeah, I haven't journaled every day. But I, whenever I, ha- like, went back to the journal, I was like, oh, you know what? That's fine. I was busy that day. You know, like, I... I feel like I gave myself more grace or I'm not like so hard on myself. Yeah. You can still stay connected and be in a practice of being connected even if you're not journaling. Yeah. I've learned that. I just thought about like whenever I told you <laughs> – whenever I told you about like one of my uh, <laughs> journal my, – in my soul, uh, soul therapy book that yeah. I have, mm-hmm. and one of my days it was like write a note to somebody and I literally wrote like, Nah. nah. I don't need to write a note to somebody. I can write a note to me. I, I just remember I was like, nah, I don't feel like it. And I closed my book and I was like, okay, I journaled. That's pretty good. You got to accept where you're you, – oh, my gosh, what we hear in yoga all the time. You have to honor where your body's at today. Yeah. yeah just you have to allow... honor where your feelings are at today. You have to honor where you're at in this moment. And just allow space for it and just notice it. And notice, that's one of my ooh, one of my favorite things. And I feel like I'm bringing it to work, too. I'm like, just notice where you're at. Yeah. Notice yeah. what your Be body aware. feels like. Notice what feelings are coming up. And simply just notice. Mm-hmm. Like, we've talked about it. Don't become the feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just like. Just notice. Be aware of the feelings. Right. Because those are, like, signals that your body's Giving sending you. to you. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, I notice it. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> How can we be with it right now? Yeah, exactly. Be with it, not become it. Not become it. Be with it, not become it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed that intro. Um, Mic drop. So last episode, we were talking about New Year's and, you know, um, daring to believe in yourself this year and all that stuff. And we, we touched base on, like, why sometimes we don't believe in ourselves 
And a lot of that is a fear of something. There's something that you're fearful of that's holding you back, right? Because fear just holds us back from things. You know what I mean? So this episode, I feel like we can dive into that a little bit deeper. Yeah. Well, what I've realized just in this past month, oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that my fear has prevented me from even taking a step forward in what I could really do in coaching. Yeah. Like whenever yes. I'm in a session with one of my clients, oh my gosh, it like magic happens not because of me but just because of what god does in those sessions and like how i get to be a witness to it like i get thrilled from it not that i'm saying like oh my god my identity (laughs) is like i'm not saying my identity is attached to it my worth is coming from no it's just like it's amazing like getting like this is what true ministry feels like yeah you get to be a witness to somebody's healing it's one of the most amazing things ever yeah you get to see somebody like dig into their authentic self and talk about their pain and connect with it and understand it like that's cool because a lot of people are walking around just completely disconnected yeah totally (laughs) and when that light bulb goes off in their head like whoa yeah that's where that comes from like it's the coolest thing so I love that part like that's what what I'm in it for however everything like out of the session Mm-hmm. <laughs> where I have to like market myself on social media and and like I just have to post and I have to share more of what I can do and what I'm all about and what I coach people for and all these da 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 things and so sorry all the what da 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 okay I just want to and like to I, I mean I not I'm not saying I'm like the best I'm so good at marketing because I know I'm not but I don't get <laughs> But when I do post, a lot of people get things out of my posts. Like I do get messages from how people do resonate with whatever I post, which is great. I just hate doing it. Right. (laughs) You're like, if you could just understand the two weeks it took me to actually get this shit done. (laughs) You know, it didn't just take me 30 minutes to get this post done. Like it's taken me weeks because there's just been this constant terror and fear yeah because it's like posting what are in my mentor spencer we've had him on here i've mentioned him so many times (laughs) it's fine we should we should never mind anyways um, (laughs) so he was telling me that he always says i'm not i'm not gonna like say it word for word because i can't I don't really know word for word, but the message I get from what he says is that if you're scared of doing something or like posting or scared of coaching or whatever is um, preventing you from making that step, there's a fear behind it. Absolutely. There's a belief system behind that fear. Yeah. So what are you really scared of? Like, what is the fear telling you? Because it's attached to a belief system. So let's say this. For example, I'll use me for example. Yeah. Because <laughs> we might as well. <laughs> My messiness. <laughs> Whenever I feel like when I'm about to post something, I'm like, uh, the first thought comes to my mind, who's going to see it? Yeah. And attached to that thought is there's certain people I don't want them to see it. Right. Because I know we I know we're very transparent on um, our podcasts, 
but I really am a private person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I really like my story is very sacred and vulnerable to me. It is like a treasure box. So I don't want to just say it just like with carelessness or just say my story with carelessness because I have been pretty vulnerable on here and transparent, but there's still so much about me that not a lot of people know. Right. Only like Krista. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's kind of like I'm, I'm protecting my heart. So the other thought is, okay, does my heart feel betrayed if I were to post it in this way or mm. this wording or am I protecting my heart, but still at the same time being transparent enough for that if this person, this woman is looking at it and she feels known just by my words. Right. And so it's, or, and then another thought comes into mind after all those thoughts. It's like, am I going to be misunderstood? I think, okay, I was waiting for you to say that one because I feel like that one is a huge one for you. Is yeah. Because you know, I mean, I feel like that's a fear of mine too, is, is I know that I can present myself in a certain way, but I also know, and, and, and I can present it with, a certain idea in my mind of how I want to be seen in this moment, in this post, in this way that I show up, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But I also know that people can perceive things a billion different ways. Oh, you can say one thing and they can take it completely to the other direction. Like what, how did you get that from this? Right. Right. It's so, it's so that fear of being misunderstood of being like, Oh my goodness. Okay. Are my words going to be misconstrued? Are they get misconstrued, misconstrued? Are they going to be turned around and used against me? Are they going to, you know, and which honestly makes sense. Mm -hmm. If we we talk about your mom, you know, yeah, yeah. (laughs) if we don't want to bring it up, but you know, your mom, accent <laughs> your mom you don't want to bring it up but it's your mom <laughs> sorry complex <laughs> and then i just my brain went straight to mommy <laughs> oh my god they're never gonna let me live that down and i put it out there for the whole world to listen to i think i just want to go back to that post just replay like mommy mommy <laughs> anyways but yes if you've heard my story I was constantly misunderstood as a child by the people who were supposed to understand me the most or what it felt like yeah exactly and then you know not only I just I got misunderstood by the community that I was a part of a couple years back so that just triggered a lot too exactly but I think that all falls in line and and as I'm talking about this I'm thinking well this might be a I might be hearing a listener's voice or <laughs> mm. these might be my own thoughts. See, I was going to say, listen, you do this a lot in the podcast. You'll be like, oh, I hear this person. But it might know. be my, my thoughts. Yeah. But some people could say, well, Alexis, you don't care what you say on your podcast. You cuss. You're, you're very explicit, <laughs> some people would say. And I'm like, yeah, but I've, I feel authentic here. It, exactly. This is something that I've truly created, that me and Krista have truly created from the ground up mm-hmm. with social media. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't always been my authentic self. Exactly. Social media is a reel of people what, of what people want you to see. And I did that for a long time. Uh-huh. And now I'm rebuilding 
who mm-hmm. I am on there who or who I want to show. Yeah. Talking about authenticity, I feel like because in this podcast, it's literally just me and you in this freaking closet just yeah. talking. Like it we feel so safe. Like we normally would. We just happen to have these microphones in front of us. Like, yeah. When we do this, I genuinely don't believe that people listen to it. I think that's what gets me through it. <laughs> and then when people message me, I'm like, oh, you listen? You listen? And then when they say, you, when you said this, I'm like, oh, oh. I said that? <laughs> I don't really remember. That was just like a conversation. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, But this platform opens us up to a deeper vulnerability than we're used to because like this is yeah. genuinely us yeah. this is not Kristen Lexus at church and what we want you to see Kristen yeah. Lexus at school and what we want you to see Kristen Lexus out and like they're on and they're all da, 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 you know giddy and all this stuff I feel like those are like the on versions of us like the social I don't know how to explain it like I honestly feel like whenever I'm not in like the comfort of my like family and friends mm-hmm. like I feel like I don't have to sometimes I don't feel like I always have to be on which yeah, I honestly feel yeah, like there's absolutely. a switch like I feel like I could just be like this whereas if I'm socializing I feel like to be like oh hey how are you doing you know like my voice goes off up a cup couple octaves and I'm like putting on my best show and my best which I mean still is me but that's not me all the time you know what I mean? Where right. This it's is. not your most authentic you. You feel like you have to like prove something in a way. It's kind of like what we, how we learn that we have to interact with other people, like or how, how we need to be whenever we're with person X Y Z or we're in certain um, environments. Yes, it's like we have to just turn the light on, like mm-hmm. turn on. You know exactly. Um, so yes, going back to the fear behind the posting rebuilding, which I love how. That just came to me in yeah. this moment because I really am rebuilding Absolutely. myself and how I want to show up in the world, even on social media. I honestly feel like that's kind of where we're both we're both at. Absolutely, yes. And so that f- those fears, what I was talking about earlier, of like is attached to these belief systems. It's attached to okay, I'm going to feel misunderstood. I'm going to be rejected, po- probably. Mm-hmm. There will probably be more rejections than there would be clients but that's why Spencer also said this you have to be connected to the core of who you are Mm -hmm. so even when people do misunderstand you even when people do reject you it doesn't feel like such a hit yeah to your core yep and I'm like yes so okay when those triggers come up when I get scared when those fears I go to my thoughts, I go to my belief system, and I'm like, okay, what is this telling me? What does this remind me of? Mm-hmm. It's like that whole trigger steps. We've talked about it. Yeah. And and what does this remind me of? And it helps me gain an understanding of what, of who I am and what needs to be healed in that moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. We still feel like a lot of people are going to misunderstand us, which is fine. I mean, that's a given. People will. Yeah. But how can we still be okay when they do? Oh, exactly. Because it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's inevitable that people are going to perceive things differently because that's how our brains work. We all perceive things differently. And so how can you still be okay even when that stuff happens? Mm-hmm. Or how can I still be okay when people reject me? Because mm-hmm. that's still very... Mm-hmm. true part of life like mm-hmm. you do get rejection and a lot of fear not just fear goes into a lot of like businesses careers but it can go into friendships yeah it can go into relationships it can go into how you encounter and experience your family 
Exactly. And like with you, uh-huh. I know you want to say something. Yeah. Okay. But, Go ahead. But with you and our friendship, I remember for – you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I remember for the longest time, you were scared that I was going to die. Yes. So I you legit, would push me away. I legit had – I remember that dream that I had that you like – had died but then you came to me oh my god yeah as like an and angel or something me, you yes. called me in the middle of the night yes because you came to me and you're like krista like i know that i'm gone but i'm okay like i'm in heaven i'm fine i'm happy it was just i was like <laughs> crying no <laughs> that well okay i feel like i pushed you away yes because of that but also because other things mm-hmm. well yeah like little you know teaser for eventually whenever I go more into like my childhood and like me (laughs) like which is coming soon yeah but like I've talked about like the mass before whatever yes I think with you the biggest fear is I feel like with a lot of other people I've been able to be surface level and then get deep enough to where like I was still hiding a lot of things yeah you couldn't hide from me I could like I was able to keep my mask up for the longest time but when I met you you were like trying to rip that thing off my face and I was like no (laughs) ma'am this has protected me no ma'am you better not don't touch (laughs) me like anytime she would like get close to lowering that damn mask I'm like nope retreat yeah but let's why why because what were you scared of if that mask came off what were you scared of? Well, I think for the longest time before, like, I was scared of people. Like, because I feel like I put on this persona and this facade that, like, I had my shit all together. Like, I was I was good. I, like, I don't know. Like, basically that I was all put together. But none of that was actually true. You know what I mean? Like, I was, like, even, let's be honest. Even whenever I was, like, in the Christian world and I was always going to church and all this stuff, like, I was deeply afraid that people would realize that that wasn't truly me, that that was all just a show. You know what I mean? Because I felt like that's what I needed to do is to put on a show. In order to be loved and accepted and wanted and known and all these things. Mm -hmm. So I've always felt like I had to put on a mask to do that. Like, I did not believe that I could show up as my true authentic self and still receive that love and affection. Yeah. And attention. You were scared that you weren't actually going to be loved for who you truly were in all the messiness. Yes. And so I hid for so long. So, so long. And, you know, it does remind me of like that imposter syndrome thing. Mm-hmm. Like it genuinely does remind me of that. We'll go into that like later. But I still feel like sometimes I'm like, are you an imposter? Like, are you just pretending you know what I mean like that's the inner critic yeah Mm -hmm. exactly shit what was your original question (laughs) (laughs) I asked why were you scared for the mask came off but I think we answered it yeah so yeah that's why I was scared because you were scared (laughs) that's why (laughs) honestly you know what now that I think about it like but even as not a not a baby okay maybe like four five six so super young like I'm a super young kid I literally used to, you know, the like, I, I don't really meet that many kids like this now, but I used to like hide behind my mom anytime we were in public, anytime someone would try to talk to me, anytime, any, anything, any interaction with anybody, I literally would hide behind my mom. There's pictures that we took as a family and Aww. I'm hiding behind my mom's leg. 
<laughs> you are so scared to be seen. Yes. And then even right now in adulthood, I'm terrified of speaking in front of people. I'm terrified <laughs> of giving, you know, like giving presentations. Like I'm yeah. terrified of yeah. being in front of people and people looking at me and seeing me. Even in high school, I never really talked to people. I would literally have like tunnel vision and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> You would just be walking class to class. Yeah. Not stopping and talking. But that's interesting. I never realized that, like, even as young as, like, four, five, six, and I don't really know if those are the ages, but I was pretty young. Like, I hid. So my whole life I've been, I've feared of being seen. Mm -hmm. But then, that's interesting that I feared being seen, but then, like, now as an adult, I'm like, I'm, I, I fear, like, people not knowing who I truly am. Yeah. Well, because your adult self is like, hey, I do want to be known. I do want to be loved. I want these core needs. and But your child self was like, but this is what was safe for me. Exactly. This was what my home was. And for a majority of my life, 25, 26 years, I, I identified as that mask. Yeah, you made that your identity, yeah. I made that my identity. And so disconnecting for, from something that I've known for – all my life has been a journey and a process. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why sometimes I'm like, is that mass Krista or is that real Krista? You know, like deciphering between the two. What if it's all Krista? What if your defense mechanisms is a part of you? It's just your, you not feeling as safe around certain people. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad, I think I was listening to a podcast or something. I think I was. And she was saying, like, how, like, it's okay to have defense mechanisms. Yeah. We can't be destructive. And, I mean, there's a healthy balance to everything, y'all. And I'm learning this. And it's like, what if your defense defense mechanisms are a part of you? And that's what it means to love every part of you. Right. Love your mask. Love your defense mechanisms. Love and understand why you do the things that you do. Right. And then it wouldn't feel, it wouldn't be a pendulum swing of like, oh, I'm pendulum swinging like to, it's so unhealthy and I just stay in this or I come over here and I'm like, oh, I'm the most healthiest I've ever been. But in this healthiest I've ever been, I still judge the unhealthy parts of me. Right. Exactly. Like loving Mm -hmm. all of who you are is loving the unhealthy parts of you. I like that you said that like about the whole feeling safe thing. Because I have started to notice being around certain people or in certain atmospheres, I just, it's just something that I notice afterwards because typically I'm super exhausted afterwards because of how much I've had to like perform or like put on a show, which I I understand that those are synonyms. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but like I, I now notice that where I feel like I was, I didn't notice that before. And so I just take note of it afterwards and I realize I'm like, okay, why do I do that? And I like that you said, like, I don't feel safe. And I think it's that. And I think it's the fear of like, okay, well, I know that I'm evolving, but I also know that this Krista has worked so well with these set of people, this set of people or in this atmosphere. And so it like, what if I bring my authentic self there and it doesn't work anymore? Like there's that fear again, back to the being loved and accepted and, and thinking that. Mm-hmm. 
okay, well, this changing, evolving Krista or this connected Krista is still not enough for these people. Yeah. And I do want to respond to that because there are moments and this all goes back to fear, guys, because it is led with fear. Yeah. And that's why the Bible talks so much about fear. It's there are moments in my life with certain people and this is on a daily fucking basis. (laughs) I was going to say freaking, but no, this is our platform. I can say fuck. <laughs> I can say fuck. <laughs> and uh, on a daily basis, there are people in my life that I don't feel safe with. Yeah. And that those defense mechanisms, the, that protection in a way of me honoring my heart and what I like, how much do I want to say to this person? How much do I want to let them in? And then how much do I not want to let you in? Yeah. And in those defense mechanisms, what if you were to say to yourself as these thoughts come, because our thoughts are running wild 24 seven, there's never a time where it doesn't. Exactly. Um, And so what if you, in those moments where you do realize you're noticing that fear or those defense mechanisms come up and you say like, hey, body or mind or Alexis or insert your name here and say, hey, it actually makes sense that you don't feel safe with this person. And it's okay for you to be exactly where you're at in this moment. I still love you in this moment and bring a lot of understanding and compassion in. And because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, um, no, if I were to go around people that I used to hang out with two years ago, or if I were to go back to my community, yeah, there would be a lot of defense mechanisms come up. I wouldn't feel like my authentic self in that situation. Right. Like I would have, I would feel like I had to protect myself from certain things and certain people and certain conversations. Mm-hmm. Or if like people were to come back in your life. Yeah. You are going to protect yourself and have defense mechanisms. And makes sense. there's not going to be a whole lot of trust and safety there. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. And so I do want to say that this fear around can bleed into our actions and the way that we treat people. I do want to say, and I say this to my niece and Scotty and Chasey all the freaking time. If you don't know who Scotty and Chasey are, they're the little kids I used to nanny, okay? Catch <laughs> now up. <you> know. Okay. <laughs> they always tell me, well, this is more now because Hazel is getting very aware of her emotions. She's six. She's six or seven. I think she's six. Okay. Okay. And um, no. No, is she seven? I think she's seven because she's first. She's not in kindergarten anymore. Okay. Well, then she's seven years old now. <laughs> I'm the worst aunt ever. <laughs> And, or I'm totally wrong. So. <laughs> and um, she's getting more aware of her emotions. Like she's noticing when she's sad more. She's noticing when she's scared. And so she'll be, she'll always say like, oh, I'm scared, Alexis, or I'm scared of this. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, it's okay to be scared, but we're going to take this chance. Let's just see what happens. Mm-hmm. And she always ends up okay. Yeah. Even if what she feared came to light. Yeah. She still ended up okay. And I'm really glad that is happening mm-hmm. because when she does get older as an adult, if her fears do come to light, she's going to be okay because yeah. she was taught at a certain age, hey, it's okay. Yeah. And so, but I do want to say, I don't know why I brought that up, but I think that's actually really good. I think so too. <laughs> um, the Go beha- ahead. As I say, the behavior, like, because um, I, 
I do more like behavior stuff now and the behavior interventionist that I talked to, she actually said that that kind of stuff is called like desynth de- I don't even know about that I can say desynthesization desynthesis desynthetizing this something okay. whatever okay it, it sounds like that okay anyways and it's basically like okay well I have, I have this irrational fear and so I'm being faced with this fear and after it happens I'm realizing that oh I'm still okay you know what mm-hmm. I mean so it's literally just like I have this fear and I'm I'm experiencing it and yeah it's super scary at first but then I get through it and I'm like oh that wasn't as bad as I thought and then I keep doing it until like I'm desynthesized i hope that that's the right word so yeah anyway sorry it's okay they'll correct us if it isn't (laughs) don't you worry that is not the word (laughs) and so well no i'm I'm glad you said that because sometimes your fear is not going to go away yeah until you prove your fear see it didn't happen or until you prove your fear okay it happened but i'm okay yeah and i'm actually better for it like people always say that well do they say this? I don't know. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> this is what I hear. Well, I don't trust people unless they fail. Yeah. If I you got that. through life so easy, I'm like, did you experience life though? If you got through <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> if you got through it so easy, like, did you experience shit? Yeah. Actual shit. Or did you just like dust under the rug and you're like, okay. Or did you not get connected? Because this that is happens. life. Mm-hmm. And and I don't trust anybody who hasn't failed, who hasn't hit rock bottom. Shit, the people I who speak into my life have hit rock bottom multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> multiple. And they failed multiple times yeah. because you learn the most when you fail. That's why they call it fail upward or fail failing forward. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> Failing yeah. forward. You know what? We could say failing upward, too. Who cares? <laughs> that's our word that we say on the podcast. Failing upward, bitch. Sorry. Okay, that's why you fail upwards. Fail upwards, not down. You okay. fall six times, get back up seven. Yes. Or eight. <laughs> you know, take that extra. You know what? You know, fall down. What did you as say? many times as you want. Fall down, t- whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fall down six times, get up six and a half. <laughs> crawl up there you know at least at least you're moving up at least you're moving that's why up. we call it failing upward failing upward <laughs> but tangents okay, okay. <laughs> to get serious again yeah. um, fear of oh we're not talking about failure you said, you, you said fear sometimes doesn't go away yeah but our fear can be the most the most detrimental in our relationships yeah because sometimes <laughs> when you feel the closest to somebody to an individual and you feel the most safest to an individual all these fears come up mm-hmm. oh my god if they leave me oh my god what if they see me now like fully see me now and then they choose to leave or they choose to not love me anymore or i'm going to be judged i'm going to be misunderstood or it's not going to work out yeah and in those in that fear insert your fear here (laughs) in those fears it's like you become your most destructive self because 
you don't want that fear to happen. So you put it in your own hands and you self-destruct. Yeah. You self-destruct the relationship. You start hurting that person because at least it's in your timing, on your terms, in your own hands. It's like I'm talking about like I know. It's like that sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like that happens. We let, we partner with our fear so much to where we become our fear. Yeah. Because if we become our fear, we can control our fear. Exactly. I mean, just from like my experience, like I just, I know that a lot of my fears had, have, still have, still are. Holding me back from, like, my fullest potential. Holding me back from genuinely experiencing all that life has to offer. And, like, whenever I'm in my logical brain and I'm like, and for what? Why the hell are you hiding? You're going to spend your whole life hiding and scared of what other people think or scared of them not accepting you for who you are. But, like, it's that thing that you said. Like, listen, there might be people who won't accept me for who I am, but that's not my problem because yeah. my worth is not d- attached to exactly. that. My my issue here is, like, do I accept myself? Exactly. And, like, we say we are the only person we are guaranteed to spend the rest of our life with. So, like, as long as I love myself and I'm nice to people and I show up in this world and I'm being the best me that I can be, mm-hmm. not that I don't care. Like, I really do want people to like me, but I'm not going – if you don't like me, my – It's not going to be a hit. It's not going to be a hit like we talked about earlier. It's not going to be a hit, but that's because I – and learning how to be so deeply rooted within myself and actually loving myself. That's the key. That's the difference. Yes. And to the self-destructive people out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to say it comes from a lot of abuse. For sure. I can that, that you've put on yourself or that you've experienced in your family or maybe whenever you're younger. And I'm not just talking about physical abuse Mm -hmm. I'm talking about emotional verbal mental abuse it is a thing celebrities now are realizing oh paparazzis are abusive yeah yeah (laughs) there's so many things in this world that's abusive. that is very abusive that not even like not a lot of people realize that it is and so the self-destruct is like oh, this little girl is coming to the surface or a little boy. Mm-hmm. And this little child is coming to the surface now. And it's like, okay, well, you're not going to protect me because that's the belief in a disconnect that's there, yeah. which that we have other episodes about that. Um, there's a disconnect there. So your child self is going to come to the f- f- four point. Forefront. Is going to come to the forefront of your life and start creating chaos because at least they have control now. Mm -hmm. Mommy and daddy's not hurting them anymore. Their friends or coach or whoever is not hurting you anymore. And they can finally put in the control in their hands. Yeah. You're just creating safety. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said this at the beginning of the episode, you have to notice where this fear, this self-destruct, the self-abuse is coming from and get connected to this little girl little boy that really just needs someone to protect them to hear them to see them to get love in there to compassion and there needs to be a healing of that self-abuse wound or abuse wound in general because that's where it's coming from it's you're you're just this scared 
little boy. You're the scared little girl who's scared if they're loved, they're just going to be left again. They're just going to be judged again. They're just going to be misunderstood again. They're just going to be abandoned again. Mm -hmm. And you need to get healing to that little child. Yeah. Honestly, that just reminds me of... I'm telling you, I feel like we've we've brought this up so many times, but like this idea or this thought just propelled me forward into like becoming who I am and authentically showing up as myself. And that's um, the whole idea of people's behaviors and their actions are a reflection of them and not you. Because I feel like in all the things that you're saying is being rejected, people not, you know, and I mean, in the, I'm talking to myself, people not loving you and all this stuff, like it's them not loving me or accepting me or them rejecting me is not because of me. Like that's an issue with them. Like exactly. It's their own destruction coming yeah, to the forefront. People saying or judging you for your post or whatever. That's something that they have to deal with. Yeah, not because they probably judge their own posts and sit so much time and they'd be like, oh my gosh, should I post this? Oh my God, I look yeah. ugly. Da, 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 da. Exactly. And so like for me, genuinely understanding that thought and honestly just the truth that's the truth like talk to therapist about it like that's literally read books about it yeah like that's literally the triangle that happens anyways um the cycle the cycle Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh that just helps me show up and not take what other people say or do so personally like I don't take that as my identity and that helps me with like my fears of you know people not accepting me because I'm like you know what I like me and if they have something to say about it, you know, that's probably something that they need to deal with because I'm good with where I'm at. And I know that I'm a pretty good person. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm a shitty person. Exactly. And that I'm mean to people. Exactly. I have this understanding within myself that, hey, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a mess. But yes, I'm also very connected and pretty damn proud of myself. Yeah. All at the same time. And you can think what you want because now I just know it's just a projection of what you really believe about yourself. Exactly. Guys, the amount of conversations I've had with individuals and they're like talking to me about like what I did or like what they think of me or whatever. And I'm literally looking at at them dead ass in the face. I'm like, is that, are you really talking about me or are you talking about yourself? (laughs) Because like that does not resonate. Because I know that's not me. (laughs) Like, so the perception that you created in your head, you're bringing your beliefs into that and yeah. you're projecting them onto me and that's not me. Yeah. And that's called gaslighting. <laughs> yeah. You're like, and that is not me. So I do not accept that. I do not accept what you just said. I will not put that in my brain. It's rejected. Thank you. Right. Amen. <laughs> that is a red seed that we talked about way long ago in other podcasts about how people give you green seeds and they and give you red, red seeds. seeds. And obviously, you could probably tell by the colors which ones are good and bad. Okay. Um, (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) But yeah, that's really all I have left to say about that. Yeah. I feel like I could say more, honestly, about like my mask, but I kind of want to save that for later. Oh, no. Yeah. We should save that for later. We should save that for later. Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? Nudge. (laughs) Because I just, you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. Toot. That's a funny word. I feel like like ten year old Alexis is coming up. <laughs> toot. Toot. I don't want to toot my own horn. 
what is happening right now? Okay, anyways, I'm just saying we're very creative people and we have a lot of great episodes coming out this year. (laughs) Guys, the church series is going to come out this year. I'm not going to tell you when just yet. It's going to come out though. It is coming out and it's going to be bomb. Go ahead, get your helmet, get your seatbelt, get ready, get get popcorn. get strapped in because we we're we're leaving everything we're exposing a lot i'm just kidding you know what we are we're just gonna no we are gonna expose a lot you know we're gonna expose our true thoughts and feelings and not be hateful though no 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 and there's exposure without hate yeah no and i'm not i feel like there's it's not gonna be like a you know like a wwe showdown like no it's not like that at all it's just no 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 just talking about what we what's going on yeah think what's, it, yeah. what's, what's in our brains yeah anyways in a lot of other people's brains <laughs> yes but um yes we have a lot going on this year we have a lot planned Krista Krista is gonna open up I more. think that's her name <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's an inside joke that we have um anyways so Krista's gonna open up more and about her childhood not that she doesn't open up already but she's just gonna open up more well let's be real yeah we don't have to you know we don't have to like okay yeah she doesn't really open up a lot but no um, and we'll talk about why later so but yes so just to close the episode whenever you feel fear coming up in relationships friendships career jobs notice first notice what is attached to that fear what thoughts are you thinking when that fear comes up Mm -hmm. those are your belief systems your thoughts are your belief systems yes they sound like an inner critic that's really rude and mean yeah Uh (laughs) but it sounds so much like the truth yeah like side note like at my work i you know don't feel good enough in relationships i don't feel good enough Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's that belief system you can you can notice them by sitting there and kind of like asking yourself why Exactly. Why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Travel back and maybe in that moment or later on when you get home or just whenever you have time, be like, okay, why, What? where is that coming from? When did I first feel that? Like go back and get connected to that feeling and rewire it. Mm-hmm. But first get love in, get compassion. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's very understandable. Now I get why I feel that way. Yeah. Okay. How can we set truth in and compassion and love in? How can we get this healed? Yeah. And that's a journey that you need to go on with yourself, what works for you, or in, and a journey that you need to go on with God, because we believe God on here. We believe in God. Yes. And we also believe God. <laughs> all, of, all of God. <laughs> all of that. All, all of, of that. the things. Um, or in, if you need help with that, too, like um, you can get a coach and <laughs> you can message me. <laughs> So awkward. I was going to say, listen, I know that you can't see Alexis's face on here, but that's why we start cracking up is because like, it's almost like her neck starts doing this like chicken thing or it's like going forward and then like her eyes are like looking at the ceiling and like her hand is like opening up and all this stuff. (laughs) I'm trying to paint a picture here so that you know why. I'm trying to just hype myself up. Like my body's hyping myself up, but my brain is not. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Anyways. But anyways, if you need a coach. If you need to figure out how to get connected to yourself, if you're like, you know, I've tried this and I can't really do it and I need some guidance. Like, what? What? (laughs) 
If you need to break some cycles in your life. If you need to break cycles, if you need to get connect, if you need uh, guidance on how to get connected, if you want to laugh, like, there you go. Like, it's all in one. There you It's amazing. Listen, side note. I, um, when Alexis was going through her program, uh, she had to, like, do practice sessions. I did. And she did one on me. And, you know, I feel like at first we were like, uh, uh okay. We were laughing, you know, yeah. like, we were laughing. Um, but then shit got deep. shit got real shit got real and I was just like damn this is really good for myself like I really needed it it's to me just like I mentioned earlier in this podcast finding that time like you know that you need to get connected to yourself like if you've been doing self-help stuff all this stuff learning about it you know that you need to find time and you get connected and you can journal and all this stuff but like Having a coach and having a designated time, a designated day where I know that every week I will be intentional with setting this time aside and allowing myself to process my thoughts, process my feelings, Mm -hmm. understand them and get guidance from Alexis, your life coach, (laughs) on what they're telling you about yourself. You know what I mean? So, like, that could be a very good step for you if you're kind of that person who's, you know, kind of like me, who I've always been like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. Yes, that sounds good. Yes, I want to do this. But, like, you've never actually done it. Like, you've never. So, that yeah, could be it's a good just opportunity. Holding that space for you to help you realize what's going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know. If if you want to do that, like, there's a pretty cool person that I know that does that. And, like, her first session is still, like, free. Yes, F-R-E-E, free. Um, and then after that, listen, all these therapists out there, love them. Um, but they're expensive as hell. So hers is $60 a month right now, limited. $60 a session. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, girl, not a month. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it's no. not unlimited. <laughs> Anyways, so reach out to her because I promise you I've experienced one of them. Honestly, well, we do this all the time on our podcast, but yeah, and just in our friendship in general. So yeah. I get it for free. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, reach out. And if you're unsure, just try it. If you're scared, it's, you know, going back to that fear thing. Why are you scared? Scared of being seen? And if you reject me, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. She'll be fine <laughs> because she's not rooted in, in this. that. I mean, I love it. But yes. Not rooted in. Okay, well, we love y'all. We love you. Start noticing the things that your body is feeling and telling you. And just ask yourself why. Get connected. And it's okay to be scared. Yes. Just conquer it. You got it. Yeah. You got it, babe. You've got it. Keep showing up. Keep doing your thing. Your fear will not conquer you. You conquer your fear. Oh, yes, honey. You've got it. All right. Well, we love you. (laughs) It's almost like we're podcasters or something. Yeah. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Okay, we gotta get off. All right. All right. Love you. Bye. Y'all leave. Bye.